What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 171. For Thursday, February 15, 2024, I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick. I'm here. You're here. We're all here to talk about video games. I played quite a few games this week. Well, past two weeks, actually, because, like... Yeah. <laughs> I had to take a break last week. But, and you just did the demo derby, the Steam demo, the latest Steam demo derby. So you got a lot to talk about. So let's start with that, man. Like anything that stands out you want to talk about, whether good, bad, somewhere in between. Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of good shit. So for everyone who doesn't know, I do a thing called demo derby. It's got to be like four times a month now, or four, four times a month, yeah. crazy. Four times a year now, because steam's been doing this these things like quarterly almost it seems yeah. like so uh every time steam does a next fest i just spend 12 hours uh and just do a marathon of a bunch of demos and there was a bunch of interesting stuff there was a lot of Shit. interesting stuff this this time around um stuff like harold halibut was on there you know there was that um that like claymation game that we've been looking at for years oh yeah i forgot yeah. that existed yeah that was on there um yeah there was a lot of good stuff on there there was there's but i there's there's only like two games i want to just spend uh a good amount of time <laughs> highlighting okay. here not that there was only two that uh i enjoyed there were quite a yeah. few i enjoyed but I don't want to spend, you know, you can go yeah, to the, but these two are like highlights that you want to like talk about. Yeah. I, I've, everything's archived on YouTube. So go to gamerverse.com slash YouTube. And I actually did a two parter this time. So I did a 12 Ooh. hour stream where I looked at as many as I could within that 12 hours. And then I went back and was like, Man, there's still a lot that I haven't looked at. So I did another like four hours just, uh, looking at the stuff that I, didn't get a chance to look at the the first go around and there's there's two games in particular that uh everything's time stamped everything's labeled which ones i super enjoyed are, are labeled in there so you can just go through the timestamps and look at those if you want or you can just skip through the whole thing uh everything's on there however there's However. two games there's two games that um kind of are the reason why i do this because i always find some gems that i would just never expect i would never have found otherwise unless i was doing this um one of those is called well it's something chinese it's some chinese characters and then remix okay um i'll just i'll paste the title in the chat so that um, anyone just watching the archive can uh, can just copy and paste it, but um, it is a it's a it's a it's a rhythm game vampire survivors like. Okay. Right. And now you're okay. saying you're like okay, it's a rhythm game, but but it's also. Your your power ups are also instruments 
that get added to the soundtrack when you uh, select ah, them. And they're okay, also your so powers. Okay, so it's got that like auto attack thing to it, but yeah, the music it's in, it's in time with the music. Is that it? It's in time, in time with the music. It's in time with the music, but it's also it, it also is the music. So that's cool. The power ups are like uh, extra like band members. So there'll be like a drummer, and when you pick the drummer, it adds a drum track to the soundtrack. I and like you, that. You pick okay, the that's singer. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it adds like a vocal layer and you pick like the guitarist and as a guitar. There's like a there's like a cello guy, there's like a bassist, there's a keyboardist. Um and every time you pick one it adds another layer to the to the audio, the music that's playing. Which I thought was really fucking cool. That is cool. I can I dig that, yeah. And then in the demo there were only two characters. You could pick like a main character. And I think the main character um, not only has their own movement tech, but also is like the 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 foundational soundtrack part. So the first guy I picked was like a cat guy who controlled more like a like a Pac-Man almost. Like you pit you hit a direction on the controller, and he just moves in that direction, and then. If you hit other directions on the beat, um, you do that four times and it does like a powerful like burst attack. Okay. Um, and then there's another like a frog character who controls more like Crypt of the Necro Dancer. So you're actually moving every time you hit the direction, you're, you're moving in that direction and you just stop, you know? And it's like That's straight really up Necro Dancer. Cool. Um, it was really fucking cool. And there's not a lick of English in this game. <laughs> <laughs> so it was difficult in trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. But then I realized, because I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I was just like, it just looked, I just thought it was a rhythm game. And so I was like, oh, I like rhythm games. I'll load this up. And then you realize, oh, it's a fucking Survivors. And then not only that, but it's fucking like, it, all the instruments are the the power-ups uh it was just really cool it was really cool once i like discovered that uh my mind getting blown as i uh as i played this demo so yeah it was super cool yeah yeah it's really it was really fucking cool um i don't know how you can find it other than (laughs) uh just typing in i'm gonna paste it in the chat here but other than other than typing that into steam i don't know how you're gonna find it so um good luck i'll look into it man yeah that sounds super awesome like anything else that stands out that you want to talk about so i want to i want to stress again that there are there's a bunch of games in here that stand out so but i just don't want to spend hours talking about all of them because yeah uh first of all I, i give my thoughts as i play them in the in the thing so it's better yeah. if you go to the it's better if you just go to the actual uh stream archive and, and get my thoughts on them there yeah everyone but, go to the stream archive just you know listen and yeah. you can figure out from there like what's worth checking out if you got the time or just have yeah. it run in the background or something yeah and okay so there's another one called islands of insight which this one's actually out now okay um, it came out like the day after I looked at it. 
uh islands of insight this fucking game dude yeah is an mmo the witness basically okay it's an mmo it's an mmo puzzle game how does it work i don't know how it works (laughs) (laughs) but it's literally uh you it's an mmo you build a character and go into a server where there are other players and other characters and it's a shared world open world puzzle solving game that's insane they list on the in the description on steam they list that there's over ten thousand puzzles and there's a fucking there's a skill tree (laughs) a skill tree what does a skill tree do there's a skill tree. Well, one of the first skills, mm-hmm. the first skill is a double jump. So you can jump and shit. Um, but it's literally just like, it's a world. There's just nothing but a bunch of different puzzles in it. And dude, I'm telling you, I, I would have bought this game right now with the only issue with it. And oh, it seemed to have run into the main game as well, like the actual full release is that I was playing the demo and I noticed, oh, the fucking, the servers are bad. The servers are bad. Oh, no. There's just a ton of, like, lag and shit. And I was like, oh, I hope by the time this game comes out, because you could see that it was coming out in, like, one or two days. And I was like, oh, I yeah. hope they have these, like, server issues fixed. Then. And then if you go to the Steam reviews, now that it's out, yeah, you can see that one of the biggest issues there is, like, server issues, so such a bummer especially since like it's an indie game so it's a small team handling it so yeah they probably don't have like a lot on the back end to like handle the server issues or if they do it's, it's gonna just, take a while it's just such a fucking cool idea man like the it idea is. That it's a really neat idea yeah you just have like an online puzzle solving game and then people can there didn't seem to be any reason <laughs> for it to be online i will say that because i tried to just it didn't seem like there was a chat it didn't seem like you could really interact with other players but they were there you could see them so that was the other thing is that i don't know why it's an online game yeah but if if it does what i hope it does which is there's these big grand scale puzzles and the whole server can kind of team up to try to solve these puzzles you know that that would be really fucking cool yeah that would be really cool um it didn't seem like at least in the section the small section i played it didn't seem like you could really interact with anyone you could just you could see people when they're running around and doing their own thing but I tried the chat and was like, hey, does anyone know how to solve this puzzle? But there was no chat. It didn't seem like there was any chat or anything. So I don't, that was the, that was kind of a bummer. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know yet. But it was enough to where I was like, I'm going to buy this fucking game as soon as, yeah. as soon as I stop. And then, but not being able to, yeah. yeah no, that's a huge bummer. Like that'd be a deal breaker for me for sure. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> it sounds cool, though. Hopefully they get this stuff ironed out so that way, like, you know, they can make the, the game that... This this amazing-sounding game. I like, guess it's such a cool concept. Like, 
the idea that like there's all these puzzles here and you just go out explore discover them solve them like that's really neat i like that a lot yeah um so yeah th those those two games are probably the best example of why i like to do this next fest thing just because um a i feel like there's a lot of bigger channels out there that do similar stuff, but they only look at the big fucking dude. I looked at the big games and they're all fucking, it really goes to show you just what, um, what people are want, pe what people want out of P the PC gaming crowd once, I guess. Yeah. Just like the same fucking, it's always like RTS games and fucking, uh, you know, Homeworld 3 was on there. And then a shitload of extraction shooters. But now they're like extraction dungeon crawlers. Dude. Shitloads of those. Um, and then when you go on, uh, you know, when you watch on any bigger channel, look at these games. That's the shit they're looking at. It's just the big fucking games. The ones that everyone is already looking at no one's looking at i will give i will give kind of funny credit because kind of funny did look at islands of insight however they got paid to look at it <laughs> you know it was a sponsored yeah. thing like they weren't they wouldn't have they didn't look at this on their own accord like the the publishers the the guys that made the game paid them to look at it otherwise no one would give a fuck so it's a huge bummer like especially when uh the problem is with everybody chasing trends and people already having these trends established, like it makes it harder for those like those cooler ideas to come out. You know, remember when like Battle Royale games like a new thing, you remember? And like yeah, yeah. you know, PUBG came out, shook everything up. It makes it now that with the success of that, it's gonna make it harder for that moment to happen again. You know, someone to come out with this like maybe not new genre or or something but like a genre that's already been done but like a good twist on it and really shake things up right now if everyone's just going for the same thing yeah you can make the argument that like you know we, we've always had a trend of like a certain game genre or game type and it just takes like that one huge success to like kind of move the needle a little bit but i don't yeah. know i feel like i feel like now it's even harder because with stuff like Twitch, you know, these people who should be bringing attention to these games, they're just following the same trends, too, to stay relevant. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out my ass here, but... No, that's not... That's not you're not wrong, man. And, yeah, um... It's a huge bummer, because, like, I like seeing cool shit, but, like, nobody's talking about it. And I know someone could say, like, why don't you go look for the cool shit? It's like, I'd love to, but... You know, not everyone has like the time, you know, like I like I just mentioned earlier, I'm like, I have a full time job. I have a kid. I wish I could spend like 12 hours, like just going through next fest, just downloading random shit and trying it out. I really wish I could. And not a and a lot of people are in the same situation all the time to like, you know, sort through all these games and they look for, you know, uh, like like influencers or streamers to like find that shit for them yeah so yeah i i have the time 
but uh yeah, that's good <laughs> we, we don't have the audience so yeah i i want to i want to spread i want to spread this good there's a shitload of good stuff that we looked at man and i just yeah. want i just want to be able to spread one of the one of the like developers hit me up and was like wow you called this thing demo derby but uh you didn't take a look at crash course demolition derby uh which mm. was which was a game he made uh <laughs> or was so working cool. on so that's so cool and part two i went back and i looked at that game and was like yeah it's pretty it's pretty you know it's not perfect you know i do i do criticize it a little bit you know do my part here to kind of do some constructive criticism but you know that's what that's why i like i like sometimes i do do this and kind of interact with developers directly you see this shit like a lot of times i had a, I had a, like uh the game would crash or something and yeah. uh, a dev hit me up and was like hey that's not supposed to happen can you uh send me a crash log and then oh, yeah, wow. i sent him a crash cool. log yeah so um, see that's really cool yeah so i don't know i i like doing this just because it it just you just find real, you just find some gems this way, man. It's it, it gets me more excited than the triple A shit that comes out. It's always just copy paste of shit you've already seen. And yeah, so yeah, I, I advise people if you just wanna if you wanna see some cool shit, just go to go to gamerverse.com slash YouTube. I've got sixteen hours <laughs> of it's all time stamped all you can skip around and um my favorite stuff i labeled in there so you can just look at the stuff that i really really liked and yeah just go through there and just find some find some new shit because um, there's a lot of good stuff in there so yeah that's that's why i like the demo derby stuff too because like you always come back with like this cool shit to check out and next fest alone is just super cool because there's always cool shit there to look at even though no like not a lot of people are looking for it and stuff that i've been excited for like show up in those next fest too like like that uh el paso elsewhere was one that was like yeah, a huge yeah. highlight for me like what two next fests ago like that's a game i've been following forever and to see like a demo for a playable demo for it got me super excited yeah and that was another one i had no idea about until i played it i was like holy yeah. shit yeah see i love stuff like that so those are some of the highlights i'll check out the the archive probably skim through it let it play in the background while i do some shit and see yeah. if there's anything interesting like i would be into you know i can probably give something like some more time than you were able to because you, you only spend so much time you know with each game like <laughs> yeah unless i want to be there like fucking all day <laughs> yeah yeah, you don't even always you don't even finish all the demos like that that are out there. Yeah, though I I do I do I play a good chunk of them unless yeah. it's like really bad and I'm like there was one game I launched instantly, or I yeah. launched and then instantly turned it off. <laughs> yeah, like, well, why, why, what was it? Why? It was a I don't know if you ever heard of One Finger Death Punch, but it's one of those like stick figure fighting games. It's oh two, yeah, yeah, I've heard of those. It's, yeah, it's a two, two button buttons. game. Yeah, yeah, and um. There was a game that was just trying to do that, but not doing it very well. And I was like, I turned it off instantly. I was like, these guys are like, they completely missed <laughs> why, why that game was good and why this, what they're doing with it is bad. Yeah. And 
Um, you you can instantly find because that game feels so good to play. The one finger death punch that you just know when you load something up that tries to do it and it does it wrong. You're like, this is bad. This is bad. Um, like out outcast a new beginning. I played that. Um, if you don't know that, that was that game. They they claim that that game that series is the original open world RPG. Like it was like the first open world RPG, and the new Wait, game what? that that series is coming out. What's the game called? Outcast. Outcast. Oh, the new Outcast. beginning. Yeah, I have heard of that game. Um, yeah, yeah, that played, game like janky as fuck. <laughs> yeah, the original is like, super janky too. Apparently. Yeah, but it's indie. It's like an indie. You know, they call it. I would say it was like a double A game. Yeah, I think but, like THQ is publishing it, but they're not throwing like triple a bunny ad it's a double a game for sure yeah but um it was like fun as shit though it was it was fun regard like however janky. Of the jank. yeah. yeah i kind of like that when like like back in the ps2 days you saw that a lot when games are like really jank but they were interesting <laughs> yeah really it's a throwback to that kind of era of shit like it feels like a 360 yeah. game almost but with the yeah. with like the loot uh stuff that you would get out of a modern game like you open up a chest and just shit flies out like just shit is flying everywhere you kill an enemy just shit's flying out of it and you're just absorbing it all like oh yeah sweet sweet like it has that and like that feels awesome yeah <laughs> like the dopamine effect of that loot shit is like still good but it just looks and feels like a like an xbox 360 game which i'm for like i'm, I'm not against that yeah I love that. I miss that, like, that original, like, like, fifth and sixth generation jank, you know? I kind of, I kind of miss that. Yeah. We also played, uh, Helldivers quite a bit. That's... We did. God damn, that game is incredible. That game's incredible, dude. Um, yeah, Helldivers is a perfect example of why developers and publishers should just not try to focus on building the most expensive blockbuster biggest fucking game that they can build because Helldivers is not the biggest blockbuster most expensive fucking game that you could build but it feels like one and it's it does uh People love it like one, you know? People have <laughs> really it's gravitated towards this game. Name. Yeah. And uh, I would love if this becomes like a new standard. Let's just build a smaller game, but just make it fucking good, you know? Just make yeah. it good. How uh, Ivers is incredible. It's incredible. It's good. It's incredible. Like it has a fantastic gameplay loop. Awesome yeah, gameplay and, loop. And they didn't have to change much. They didn't change almost anything from the original game except the perspective, really. Yeah. It's the original game with uh with a traditional third person shooter perspective and a uh, battle pass. Yeah. And like that's, uh, that's now, it. okay, so okay, so you say battle pass, but I think people really have negative connotations in their brain. About yeah, let the me word like elaborate. Pass. There's like 
So it's got like a season, a seasonal like objective. I don't know what the official term is. I'm just gonna say like a seasonal objective where, you know, here's a content, here's a season of content. Playing the game gets you resources to invest in that content, and you can unlock it for your for your game. There's two. Uh, they call them war bonds. There's two of these war bonds. There's a standard one the game comes with that gets you some good shit. And there's the premium one, which costs a thousand super credits. Now, super credits is the premium currency. You can spend money to buy it. A thousand super credits is like what? Like $10? But, I haven't even looked at it. But, and here's the big thing. You can get super credits from playing the game. And like just the, the, the standard, the free war bond, uh, you can get about like 700 super credits if you finish it through. Yeah. And you're probably like, well, you're 300 away from the premium one. Well, you can get super credits in playing the game. Like if you explore the objectives and explore points of interest, you could find these caches that contain all kinds of different currencies, including the premium currency. Like, I've gotten about 100 super credits, I think, from just doing that. Is it a yeah. lot? No, but that's just for the couple hours I've been playing. And again, if you, re if you run through that seasonal objective, you can get 700 from that. So it's possible to get that premium war bond without having to spend any money. Like, it's totally possible. It's totally feasible. Yeah. The other thing is everything in the everything in the battle passes, the war bonds, is all cosmetic. Not all of it. There's weapons in there too. Well weapons, yeah, but they're they're um they don't really give you Yeah, there's weapons. There's weapons and there's like ba 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 ba, ba boosts boosters. Yeah. That you can equip. But they're not they're not like they're not they're they're not they're technically not just like an advantage. Like you get this and you're better. Like some of them Yeah. It, like it goes up and down in terms of stats. You know, yeah. it's not like And you're you're always trading off something for it. There's not one that's like objectively better than like another. Like like for example in the uh in the the free war bond right like one of the weapons you can get so you can only carry three weapons in the game you know your main your primary weapon your sidearm and a special weapon they usually get from like playing through the game you know you get from like you those those come in drops that you pre-select or you pick up as you play through the game and the primary weapon are, are things like long arms like shotguns assault rifles in the free pass in the free war bond you can get I've seen one semi-automatic rifle with a scope and a shotgun. Now you could argue like, you know, like, oh, you, you, you could argue it might be pay to win, but keep in mind that the game, you, the weapon you start with is a pretty well-rounded assault rifle, like a fully automatic, well-rounded assault rifle. And by taking the shotgun for example you no longer have automatic fire so that's already a disadvantage if you get swarmed by a bunch of little enemies that shotgun's not gonna do shit for you and yeah. if you take the marksman which is a semi-automatic which is a semi-automatic uh rifle with a scope it's meant for like long-range combat it's gonna be great for taking on those long-range those long-range enemies before they can get to you but again once you get swarmed 
It's not gonna do shit for you. So there's good and bad here. You're not like objectively like, oh, here's a weapon that's better than the one I already have in every possible way. It's not like that. Like you're there's trade-offs for everything you're doing. And I like that idea a lot. Like I would run around with uh, the shotgun because it helps me take out like the bigger enemies and they get close to me. And for my sidearm, I had like a machine pistol that I'm constantly reloading because I have to, because it's fully automatic, it's a small clip. So I don't have that same like consistency I have with the assault rifle, with the base assault rifle and base pistol. Like those are very well-rounded weapons that should get you through most situations. And you could trade that off for a more specialized weapon set, but there's gonna be disadvantages with that you didn't have with the last, with the starter weapon set which is fucking cool. And I, I, I love that about the game because you have to really take into account like, okay, I'm going to spend my uh, resources to get this weapon and then I got to take, take into account like the disadvantages the weapon's going to come with and if that yeah. outweighs the advantages it comes with. It's really cool like that. It's not just straight pay to win. I'm going to drop all this money, max out that season pass, and have all the stuff from the get-go that's going to give me an advantage. Like, no. Like, they're very specialized, like, tool sets here that you need to consider. And I like that. I fucking love that. <laughs> like, the game's great. Yeah, the game I'm, I'm, is I'm, su I'm surprised by how... Um, I'm surprised by how repetitive it is on paper. But when you're actually playing it, it just doesn't feel at all repetitive. You know what I mean? Yeah, not at all. It's 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 a good time and a big part of the the big part of it that like kind of fixes some of the repetitiveness that would be inherent to the game is just the situations you get into. Like yeah. There's only a set amount of objectives you can do, right? And but the way those play out are going to be different every fucking time. Like from the enemies that ambush you, from the placement of the enemies, from your situation when you get there. Like, that's all very different. And you could argue, like, like, look at it this way. Like, if you had a game where the objective was, like, storm this hill, right? But sometimes that hill is going to have landmines. Sometimes that hill is going to have one enemy faction or a different type of enemy faction sometimes you might be low on ammo running that hill sometimes you might have more than ammo than you need running that hill like it's yeah. that's what this game is times like 10. <laughs> it's it's incredible and the fact that uh it's multiplayer and the chaotic nature of the multiplayer too because the game has friendly fire on by default you can't yeah. turn it off so that like really encourages like coordination and planning and really quick rapid decision making from your team that it's it's so much fun you can play the same objective multiple times but the way the game presents it to you and the factors at play when you get to the objective can change so much it's a very dynamic experience that comes from from it even though you're even though like on paper you're playing the same objective over and over again yeah, I feel like I feel like they put this game out before cuz it's a it is a live service game definitely. Mm -hmm. And it's also a good example of how to do a live service game the right way, you know? It's it's fully I, I wouldn't say it's fully featured, but it they have a 
they have a a set of content here that will serve players for as long as they need it before they get some new content out like they there's definitely going to be more enemy factions there's definitely going to be more everything basically but yeah the the base stuff that they have here would would serve just it's it's more than most games launch with uh, like in in triple a and yeah it's super satisfying and then on on top of that i just i just want to see where they where they take it from here because they can Same. go a lot of places because there's there's only two factions in the there's two enemy factions in the game right now yeah. and i haven't even seen all of that content yet because yeah. it gets it gets it adds new enemy types in those factions the more difficult you difficult, get yeah um like i saw some of those we got in the, the challenging stuff and there were like fucking invisible enemies and yeah uh, that shit was insane dude hunters or whatever the fuck so super shielded enemies um there's an ala there's like a terminator faction that has like tanks and rockets and shit which is a fucking nightmare yeah, they're uh, fucking rough. I played a couple of Tomaton missions. Which we we played, we played those on uh medium difficulty, right? And there were there was a time where it was throwing like tanks at us. It was throwing mechs at us with like shoulder mounted rocket launchers. Yeah. And I swear it it gave us that like one time on medium and then since then has never given us that well, what's cool of... with the game is that it has like a director like behind it kind of like left for dead where it determines like how you're doing and what your situation is and it ramps up difficulty or enemy placement yeah. depending on that like so it's a lot like left for dead in that aspect where there's like, like a behind the scenes it... director it keeps it unpredictable in a way that yeah. is terrifying because you just don't you don't like sometimes you jump in and it'd be easy as fuck you're like oh yeah we're just wiping out these guys fucking going through the map with surgical precision is like or is a there's a there's a breach here there's a bug nest here let's just take that out and take this out and you can just do it real surgical and other yeah. times you load in and it's like oh fuck oh shit it's like You're fucking vietnam yeah. yeah it's it's and it'll be the same fucking difficulty level but vastly different <laughs> yeah um, like a lot of times it can just be like that one enemy that just breaches your your defenses at the wrong time yeah and it just throws everything into chaos like it's it's crazy how the game plays out and i love it for that dude i love it for that it's it's a fun fucking game and oh god i want to keep playing it somebody was telling me that they are uh, playing on higher difficulties and the game could like get more unpredictable like the uh when you evac you know there's a time limit it gives you like two minutes and the evac will get there defend this position um someone told me at higher difficulties if you're doing super well the game can delay that evac so you'll get a random message like oh we hit a snag we're gonna be there later you know evac time is extended by another minute oh or something. shit yeah so i haven't seen that happen yet <laughs> but can you imagine that like you're on your last leg you just got you got barely enough ammo like okay we barely got enough if we're careful to to hold out for two minutes and then it's like hey it's gonna be another two minutes on top of that <laughs> like ooh, like that that sounds that sounds crazy dude 
And the game does stuff like that. Like, it throws enemies at you that are really difficult. It can throw uh, situations at you that are very difficult to overcome. But it never feels like, at least to me, it hasn't felt unfair yet. Like, I felt like we could, yeah. all these situations we can get through with the right coordination and the right use of our resources, we can get through a lot of these situations. And I like that. I love that in this game. It's just, yeah. it's so much goddamn fun, dude. And I, I, I'm having a blast with it, dude. I can't, I can't wait to play it more. I want to play it right now. Like, as we're talking about it. Yeah, and it's 40 bucks. Uh, yeah. You can get it for 30 if you know where to look. And, yeah, it's just a good, it's a good price for a good game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I got, I got no more to say than that man like if you've if you've heard if you've been hearing about this game which is kind of unavoidable you you kind of just got to check it out you got to check it out um i know yeah, they've been I, having like some server issues and connection issues i've have not run into any people were people were uh people were talking about like crashing and uh shit breaking and just a lot of issues people were having like straight out the gate with this game that i didn't run into anything i don't know if you had any i had issues with random matchmaking like trying to just join a random game it was not doing it at all it would like try and then it would tell me it failed to try again and there are a couple times where i joined a random game i'd play for a little bit and the game would just like crash and it would boot me back to the that's crazy. Put me back to my ship. It's happened a couple times. It wasn't super frequent, but again, I don't have a lot of time to play games because uh what's been going on with my kids. So I'm sure it's like it was more rampant for people who were playing it for like hours on end. But I did see like there were some server issues when I started playing. Um, they're they're mostly ironed out now. I haven't had any issues like that when I was playing last night. You know, after you left, um, I was able to play with quite a few different teams and the the most annoying thing I, I the thing that drives me nuts about it though and i don't think it's something you could fix is if you join a random game and the host leaves the whole squad gets disbanded instead of just assigning a new host oh that's, like that's fucked up it is fucked up so like I'll, I'll play the game i'm spending a good time with this team and then the host like dips you nine times that doesn't say anything he just leaves and it stops the game for all of us I'm like, okay, I gotta find a new fucking squad now. Like, that's, that, that's super I hate games annoying. Like that. I thought we were past that stuff by I thought now. we were, too. I thought we were, too. So it annoyed the hell out of me when it happened. But... It's like that. Again. It's like that thing and the thing where games where only the host makes progress is fucked up. I'm not saying yeah. that this game, this game doesn't do that, but... No. Nah. If it did, I'd be like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. But... But no, the host having... If the host leaves, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's really frustrating. So like that, that's a really annoying thing about it. But the game's still fucking incredible. Like the game is still a fantastic, solid game. That is definitely worth forty dollars, man. Is what they're asking for. Forty dollars. Yeah. Like that's that's nothing. Now that games are going for seventy dollars. You know, it's like crazy. eighty to a hundred, if you want, like the complete edition with all the extra content, yeah, plus this, plus like shitty battle passes in those games, like Diablo, yeah, plus shitty battle passes, yeah. Like at least, at least, also in this 
in the battle pass in this game, it never expires. So even if you don't have time to do the whole thing with before they add like another tier or whatever or update it, you don't lose whatever you've not completed yet. But like, seriously, how do you know that? They've said they said that. <laughs> So the war ball just stick around like that's yeah, cool if, if you don't finish it and they add like a new season do you can still do the old shit it never goes that's away really cool. that's yeah. really cool whereas like in fucking diablo we were like hey we're fucking the shit's going away and also you have to rebuy you have to rebuy the premium shit every fucking season so especially if you don't get to it it's fucked up because you've now wasted what you paid for and you don't get any of yeah. it uh yeah it's fucked up it's fucked up and it's yeah, 70 that's why game. i haven't bought that's why i haven't bought any of the season passes for diablo because i know like i'm not gonna get to all that content and i feel like i'm throwing away money if i'm paying ten dollars for it and i don't get all of it yeah like i know i'm not gonna get all of it i'm either gonna get bored with it i'm gonna take a break from it or something's gonna come up in my life that i have to take a break from it and i know i'm not gonna get to all of it that's why i haven't dropped any money on it yeah um so with this like to be honest, I wasn't gonna spend any money on this one because it was the same. It was the same thing, you know, the same idea. But now that I know it's not gonna expire, I kind of want to throw money at it just to like support the devs because I like, got that's, that's such a cool like. It's great when a game respects your time, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's good when games get like, hey, I know you're an adult, you're busy, you got shit to do, you 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 can't invest all your time into just this. So let's make this like as easy for you as possible. Yeah. Not to say the game is perfect for that. Like some minute, some missions, if you want to like really do them, run for like forty minutes at a time. So if yeah, it's a time that's investment. Can, yeah, that's why I, I, the only time I get to play it is with like at night when everyone's sleeping because I, I can't. There's not a lot of time in the day where I can just have forty uninterrupted minutes to do whatever. So, but you know the fact that like the game's really good about like not letting these seasonal objectives expire and you know letting you get to it when you want to get to it and uh, that's really cool to me i like that i really like that <laughs> that's good this game's good as shit just go get it everybody listening go get it it's fucking fun as hell it's all over tiktok like if you want to have an idea like just go on a tiktok type in helldivers 2 and just watch like a couple videos and that'll sell you on it that'll be enough to sell you on it <laughs> Um, I've been playing that. I try to play Helldivers as much as I can. I'm um, also I'm still playing Bravely Default 2 because it's on Switch, so I can play that whenever I want. I don't have to like, and I could start and stop whenever I want. You know, I don't have to worry about like having to invest everything into it. Still, an incredible game. Like I love this game, and the game gets even better at the end game, which I didn't think was possible. Like, <laughs> what's cool with this game, dude? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through how this game works. It's got a job system, so you can have multiple classes you can choose from. You can mix and match abilities from those classes. Every class has what's called uh, passive abilities that you can unlock. Some have, some have more than others. Some are more useful than others. But passive abilities do stuff, uh, and you can equip that from job to job, which is super cool. So if you find a job that unlocks like, um, every during daytime, every turn it restores MP. Uh, increases your restoration power and critical hit chance and evade chance. If you unlock that for that job, you can select it for other jobs. Now, the caveat is you can only have a set amount of these passives at a time. 
Uh, you can only have you only have about six points to put into passives, and some passives cost more than one point. So you're you have to really like mix and match what you want to do. When you beat the game, beat the game. I say in quotes, and you get to the end game. You can unlock these challenges. They're, they're boss missions that make you refight bosses you've already fought. And if you win these fights, um, those bosses, these are bosses you got your jobs from. It unlocks the next tier for your job, so you can, you can unlock even more abilities for it, push the job even further, and those bosses have a chance to drop a job-specific weapon. And what that job specific weapon does, it grants you all the passives for that job for free. Mm. That completely changes how your build works. And it's, I went fucking crazy on that. I was like level 70 when I started it and just replaying them over and over again to try to get all the job weapons I could for all the party members that benefit from them. Do you have to, do you have like to use 90. the weapon to get the... You have to have the weapon equipped. You have to have the oh. weapon equipped. Okay, is it like but a good... It's relative to your job. So, like, there's a job that specializes in spears. The weapon's a spear, for example. And some of the jobs, some of the passives are things like mastership of that weapon. So, like... The Brave Bearer job has um, one of its passives is you get Mastership of Swords, which is useless to the Brave Bearer. But again, if you have a job that doesn't really have any sort of abilities with swords, just being a master in it for that passive is worth it, right? So if you can equip a sword that makes you a a sufficient in swords, on top of all the other bonuses it gives you, like that's there, there's some like there's a lot of depth here for like fucking making these fucking crazy builds. Um, not all are created equal, which is very annoying. Like the monk doesn't have any job weapons, which makes sense. His passive ability is like hand to hand combat. So, but give him something like an armor some piece fist or an accessory. Or well, fist weapons don't exist in the game. That's why. But they could have given him, like, armor, you know, like a helmet or, you know, a robe or something, you know, or an accessory to equip that gives you the same thing. But I don't know. It's weird. Um, another one that's fucking annoying is the, the shield bearer. Is the shield master is one of my favorite jobs. And one of its passives is you could forego a main weapon and just equip an extra shield. So you can have two shields to really max out your defense. And his job is taking hits for the party. So it could be in your benefit to just scrap a weapon and just have them sit there and take hits for everybody all the time. Assassin's Creed Valhalla type shit. But his his job weapon is a fucking axe. So already I can't use that passive. He has all these other passives I could use that are super cool. But I feel like I'm not really hitting his potential if I have one shield equipped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little things like that are like super annoying, but... It's still really cool. And honestly, this is stuff that can be ironed out in a sequel. Like, if they make a perfectly default 3, keep this idea of these job weapons that give you all these passives, but maybe make them specific to the job, maybe make them accessories, not so much like weapons, or something, you know? You know, there could be a lot of potential here to make this cool. And 
Yeah, I'm ex I'm, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm love I level 99 right now. I'm trying to max out some other things, do some side quests. I'm having a lot of fun with this game. It's a great RPG that a lot of people are gonna like. Um, also, all the Saints Row games are on sale on Xbox. So I bought them all. <laughs> I got Saints Row, Get Out of Hell, Saints Row One and Two. I haven't bought the Saints Row, um, the new, the newest one, the reboot. But it's like twenty bucks for like the complete edition with all the DLC. So I might pick it up just to, just to have it. So I have all the Saints Row games on one machine. Yeah. Well, the reboot was on Epic. Right? Yeah, I, I wasn't there for that. It was on Epic oh. for free for a little bit, but I, I wasn't there for that. Um, I didn't know about it till after they stopped that. So, uh, um, yeah, I did the I did the same thing. There was a Square Enix was having a Lunar New Year sale, and oh, I yeah. literally bought every Final Fantasy game. So yeah, <laughs> bought every single one. But I didn't. I yeah. saw Bravely Default on there, and I was like, ah, I'll hold off on this. It's good, dude. It's really good. Um, it's a time investment. Like the game encourages a lot of like fucking playing with it. So. Like, just, just the crazy shit you can do with these jobs, dude. The way the game works, you can equip. You can have one job, right? You can have a sub job. And the sub job gives you uh, that job's main ability. So if you have, like, a black mage and then a white mage is a sub job, you can cast white magic, for example. But every job also has primary abilities, that are ex special but is exclusive to that job so what job you have equipped is going to be a huge difference so like the red mage for example he has two abilities one is every single spell he casts even ones that he doesn't know so if you have a black mage equipped as a sub job all those spells get affected too have a chance of causing a status ailment depending on the ability so for example like lightning magic can confuse or paralyze an enemy so if you have your red mage as a main job, black mage as a sub job, you all not only do you expand your spell set, but you also expand the set of like status ailments you can do. Yeah. And the red mage has another job, or has another job ability called double cast that lets him cast the eight spell he does twice for free. So even though his stats are lower than the black mage, the fact that he's casting spells twice makes up for it. And by casting them twice, that's double the chance for these status effects to take effect. Like, it's, you can see how, like, fucking the potential there. Yeah. With how crazy this can get. And that works with any spell. So if you have, like, the Ar the Arcanist or the Oracle job, or, not sorry, not Oracle, another, some other job, that have, like, these really powerful, like, endgame magic, being able to cast that shit twice for free. Insane. <laughs> like, there's a lot of potential there. Um, it's it's such a good fucking game, dude. It's a really good fucking game. And if you're the kind of person who likes like mid max stuff or like really customize your team, your loadout, and see just how crazy you can get, how much you can break this game, this is this is the game to play. Like it's gonna, it's gonna do some cool shit. Um, Saints Row, all the Saints Row games are great. I got Get Out of Hell, Saints Row One and Two. Played a bit of Get Out of Hell, still fun. Played a bit of Saints Row One, still still fun. Despite the fact that it feels like a prototype of what Saints Row is going to be, it's still a fun game. Like, I like them. But that's all I've been playing. Uh, some gaming news. We got the uh, PlayStation Plus games for February. So if you have PS Plus Extra or Premium, you can get Need for Speed Unbound for PS5. 
uh, Outer World Space Destroyed Edition for PS5, Tales of Arise for PS4 and PS5, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, PS4 and PS5, Lego Worlds, Lego Jurassic World for PS4, and Rogue Book for PS4, PS5, Rogue Lords for PS4, and Tales of Asteria for PS4. If the you're in, there. yeah, Tales good games. games in there. A lot of Tales games, even in PlayStation Premium, you got Resistance Retribution, the PSP Resistance game. You can play that on PS4 okay, and PS5. So the thing about this, yeah, is they've enhanced it. Oh yeah, they've uprendered it. They added rewind, quick save, and custom video filters. That's really cool. Okay, I like that. Which is crazy because I didn't think they were doing anything to these fucking PSP games. I didn't either. They're just porting it straight over. But that's cool to see that they have some like options there. Yeah, that's really cool. Especially rewind, you just don't see that. (laughs) Yeah, like save states and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, that is really cool to see. So now, like, because the argument is, well, just emulate it. Because emul- by emulating, you have all these like options. Well, now that PlayStation is bringing it over, like, you know, it's making the the their their subscription more worth it. Yeah, um, I, I still won't subscribe to it yet. The but... only other thing that they should add to these are uh, trophies. Yeah, I agree. And I think that'd be like the icing on the cake. Yeah, if I they agree. haven't already, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree. In uh, their premium classics game we also have tales of symphonia for ps4 and ps5 and tales of vesperia for ps4 and ps5 a lot of tales of games i don't know how those are classics but i mean i consider them classics but not in the way that they're using them yeah technically these are ps4 games (laughs) yeah these are ps4 games yeah they're older games but they got a remaster and that's the version we're getting on this is a remaster like we're not getting the original like GameCube copy of Tales of Symphonia ported over. Like, this is the remaster. Yeah. So it's weird to me to consider it a classic, but whatever. Um, Symphonia is great. If you've not played that, you gotta play it. Yeah. It's fucking great. Still the best one. And then uh, Quickies, Xbox is doing a conference today, so we can check that out later once that drops. Yeah. They are revealing the... So, I don't know if I want to get into the the history of the past week <laughs> that triggered this. Uh, but basically, it started with Hi-Fi Rush. People data mine uh, a Hi-Fi Rush update and found that there's textures in there for some shirts that are making references, direct references to playstation and nintendo and epic game store yeah um so people are like holy shit hi-fi rush is going to be coming to yeah it's going multi-platform and then that exploded into fucking everyone's wildest imaginations of oh shit fucking sea of thieves is going to playstation and and oh the halos going to playstation and Gears of War is going to PlayStation, and the Xbox is dropping out of the console space. Uh, wild Which is shit, insane to me to to to, to imagine and then that. Like, also, everyone reporting these things as if it's true, 
There's yeah. no one's no one's that everyone has sources, but no one wants to say actually what the fucking sources are. So yeah, and I'm sure like the, the, the Xbox has had a bunch of layoffs a little while ago too. So I'm sure that's like not helping either. Yeah, but yeah. So I think I think they were planning on doing like an, an actual announcement, but now they've had to um they've had to push it push it forward and actually just come out and fucking say some shit so phil spencer's like on twitter like we hear you yeah we're gonna do uh we're gonna talk about this on, i just want to uh, point out really quick because i'm an immature like baby but the, yeah. the post on twitter you know so here from phil spencer sarah bond and matt booty that guy's name is matt booty <laughs> <laughs> that's a very either unfortunate or fortunate name depending on who you ask but that's a fucking funny name matt booty yeah. Mr. Booty. People call him Mr. Booty. Mr. Booty. I'd love to go by Mr. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's someone's gonna make that uh someone's gonna make that a uh their Xbox Live tag watch. Mr. Booty. But they um they came out and was like, Hey, we're gonna share updates on the Xbox business. A business update. Yeah. Which is an interesting way to put it like a business update but um the the real the real story is no one knows what the fuck no one knows what the fuck they're going to announce here okay aside from i think the most credible thing is see if these or not see if these but hi-fi rush is definitely getting ported to other consoles i think that is the most conclusive thing we have right now Everything else is just pure speculation. Um, yeah. I I think the people going, oh, they're fucking, they're gonna end the Xbox, they're dropping out of the con, their next Dreamcast, they're dropping out of the console space, is just insane. That's insane. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and then there's the other side of the Xbox fans freaking the fuck out, like, oh, you can't betrayal. You've betrayed us. <laughs> which is just which is just insane which is insanity yeah. it is insane like especially since like xbox hasn't had console exclusives for a while like all of their games have released on pc day one like the only xbox exclusives they have are like third-party games or games that were developed before they did this like all-inclusive pc thing yeah, but even if so. even if they even if they even if they did put all of their games on PS5 and or Switch day one, you don't you're not losing anything. You still get those games, and especially yeah. you get it with Game Pass. Still, it's not like because I would imagine they'll put Halo on another console, and then it'll be seventy bucks over there. But if you have Xbox console, you'll get you'll just be able to get it through Game Pass. Yeah, through Game Pass or the discounted price because or discounted. It's, yeah, which is like <sighs> the people complaining about it are people who like want to have something to like hold over the competition. Like that's what it is. It's like oh, you got Last of Us, we have Halo, we got Gears of War, we got this <laughs> and that. Yeah. That, that that's all it is. Now they can't say that anymore. Like But I just don't 
Um, now look, I don't have a horse in this race. I'm no longer a console guy. I used to be a console guy. Yeah. But I'm not a console guy anymore. Yeah. So I'm, most of my gaming is done on PC. Um, I have an Xbox, but that's only because of Game Pass. Like <laughs> I was already paying for Game Pass on PC. So I'm like, I might as well just pay a little extra, get the Xbox Game Pass and just have all these games on Xbox too. On top of like all the other like Xbox exclusives that didn't make their way to PC, all these old 360 games. Because let's let's be honest, like you can argue how great these new PS5 games are, but Xbox is the only console out there that's actually trying to do some sort of game preservation and hold all these old games up. Where not PlayStation even, um... and Nintendo are quick to just dismiss them. Not even just preservation, but also they're just thinking ahead. I feel like PlayStation might be doing better numbers right now, in but in very in one very specific area. But I feel like Microsoft has kind of it has more broad their their tendrils are kind of spreading out in different mm -hmm. sections where. Mm -hmm. uh, PlayStation hasn't even fucking thought about yeah, like the cloud stuff. They already have a huge head start in the cloud shit. Oh yeah. I feel like when it comes down to it in the future, they're they're just gonna destroy. They're gonna kill any competition in that area in the future when it comes down to it because you you don't think about it if you're not in that if you don't care about it. Right, like me and you aren't really big on cloud gaming and shit. But when I know I heard when Power World hit Game Pass, it's on the cloud. You can play that game on the cloud, and oh, yeah. there's like queues and shit. Like people have like there's like waiting times. Like that's how hard they're getting slammed with their cloud shit. Like people are actually using that shit. Um, yeah, because it's not like what what's what Microsoft is doing that's so great is they're not having the cloud as a separate service. It's included with Game Pass. Yeah. If you have Game Pass, you have cloud, which is great because now I've tried the cloud out. It's the only actual cloud gaming I've tried out because it was included with my subscription. So I was like, fuck it, let's give it a try, see how this works. And I was surprised at how well it worked. I was able to play uh, on my lunch break when I was still playing Fable 3. I was able to play Fable 3 on my lunch break, buy up some property, do some side quests and stuff on my lunch break. And it was it played pretty comfortably. And I went from like not caring at all about cloud to like, okay, let's see where this goes now, you know? And because yeah. I'm not paying extra for it, it's in my subscription because I'm not like, I didn't have to make that choice like to jump into cloud gaming. You know what I mean? Like I'd have to buy, I'd have to sit there at a Best Buy and be like, okay, am I going to buy a Luna or a, uh, what was the other big one? Stadia. Stadia. You know, am I going to buy a Luna or a Stadia and like just dive head first and just pay $60 for a cloud based game? No, I was in my subscription that I'm paying for a game. I'm already playing on my console. And it's like, okay, let's pick up my progress on the cloud then and see what this looks like. And it felt fine. And that's what Microsoft's been doing super, super well because they start out with these really enticing deals to get your foot in the door. 
And then once you're, because they know like the sell. Cloud gaming is a hard sell on its own, right? Asking someone to pay money upfront for cloud gaming is a hard sell. But including your subscription and just saying, hey, just try it. It's there. Yeah. Much easier to, to adopt. And it's going to be a lot easier for people to like adopt cloud gaming now because yeah. like that, that hurdle is gone. And so, and so when they, when they put, if they put, if they put a, well, any of their games, if they put on another platform, here's the genius move of that is because it gets people into, it gets people into the Xbox ecosystem yeah. without having to own an Xbox. If you, if you download Hi-Fi Rush on your PS5, right? Yeah. And then it has like it has some sort of feature where you can log in to your Xbox account and oh yeah integrate that on other platforms with your account. Say okay now I, I've logged in on my PS5, but now I'm on like my Xbox account, so I'm getting my Xbox achievements. I'm pulling in my Xbox friends list. I'm maybe uh, if they go this far maybe you can get some sort of entitlement to like if you yeah. buy it on one platform you get it on every platform that it's on that'd be crazy but yeah i i would i i they could do something like that something that they they put their shit on every platform but they can use it as a way to bring people into because one of the problems is if you buy a um they've been set that has been set up since the previous generation like ps4 at the latest is that if you were a ps4 guy and you've you've lasted that whole generation as like a ps4 guy it makes it harder to jump to like an xbox or even if you were an yeah. xbox one guy it makes it harder to jump to the other platform because you've built up this library you've built up this this thing that now you you carry over into the next generation yeah so it makes it harder for people to cross over even if you kind of wanted to which i think is the bigger problem so if if xbox can get in on like okay if you own a ps5 we'll just buy this xbox game on your ps5 and somehow it'll integrate just tie your account together and you just get it you just get it and it's on your account uh would be fucking that would be legendary because then it'd be easier for the next generation that oh i bought all these xbox games on my ps5 and oh it carries over into my xbox 2027 that's crazy and then it just makes it easier to make that jump i think if anyone wants to win the next generation you have to like start sowing your seeds now yeah. And I think this is a great way for Xbox to do that. Just put your shit on other platforms and have it integrate that way. Your next shit, the future shit. Yeah. You're already be set up because everyone's just, yeah. they're just, they're just in it already. Um, yeah. Without them even I agree. knowing. Yeah, I agree. And that's what Microsoft's really good at is like uh, sowing those seeds. They're good at, you know, making moves that pay off in the long run. Like it worked for me, like, cause when they brought Game Pass to PC, you know, like I was like, yeah. okay, it looks cool, but I'm, I'm kind of debating on it. And I was a little back and forth on it a lot. And you were telling me to get into it. And then, well, here's how it started. It started out with them putting their games on Steam, 
you know, with the yeah. Master Chief collection coming to Steam is how it started for me. And I was like, okay, cool. And I went and bought it. And then you were like, oh, that was crazy. You should just get Game Pass. You'll have it. And I was like, no, but I want to, like, own it. I don't want to, like, start a subscription. And then Microsoft was like, okay, we're going to make Game Pass a dollar. <laughs> just to try it. And then that got my foot in the door. And I tried it. And I was like, okay, this, this is cool. And then after the dollar offer ran up, I was like, okay, let's, let's keep the subscription. And that evolved into, well, now that I have the choice, let's get an Xbox. I already have this Game Pass. And it's, that, that's how it happened to me. I got an Xbox Series X of a PS5 because of, because of this. Yeah. And I didn't even realize, but... I did I did buy I bought Psychonauts 2 on Steam and it does the thing that I was just talking about. You can log into your you can log into your Xbox account on yeah. Steam and get Xbox achievements playing the Steam version of that game. Yeah, it does the yeah. same thing with uh it does the same thing with uh, Halo. Yeah. So they they already do that. So I yeah, yeah I wonder if they're going to if that if they would do that on the on the other consoles. In fact, in fact, uh, the Master Chief Collection. So my dad had an Xbox, and I, I played the Master Chief Collection on his Xbox for a little bit. And I had logged into my Microsoft account, right? Played Halo on his Xbox, got achievements. When I booted up Master Chief Collection on Steam, those achievements were still there. That progress I made was still there, which surprised the hell out of me. That's awesome. Yeah, and then again, I carry that over to... Uh, my Xbox Series X is still there. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's I feel crazy. like this, they Xbox has a lot of cool ideas when it comes to they have a lot of cool ideas for integration, but the execution isn't always there. Yeah, and I just feel like once if they just execute, they would just they would really have something because they have, they also have like mobile shit. They're doing mobile shit. Yeah, and again, they're ahead of the curve on that. Because yeah. now you see like Apple getting into mobile shit. Like Apple is more ahead of PlayStation in terms of like mobile gaming. Because you have these full fat games on like iPhone and iPad and shit. Yeah. Where you've got like Resident Evil 4 is on there and Resident Evil Village is on there, Death Stranding, yeah. And That's all crazy. that just integrates into like all their like iPhone, iPad, Mac. It's just there and Sony has nothing for that, but at least Xbox has they don't have much there, but they at least have studios. They have mobile studios from the mm -hmm. uh Activision Blizzard buyout. They have they have King out of that and King is a huge, probably the biggest mobile developer on the planet right now. So they have they they have the foundation for doing something insane. Yeah. Yeah, they have all their stuff spread out, which is going to pay off in the long run. We'll see how this works at a business standpoint. Yeah. Um, this Xbox presentation is going to be in like what, like three hours? Yeah, it's going to be hours. a while from now, so we will not be live. Yeah, twelve Pacific time. So yeah, it's like three hours. But it's this is the kind of stuff that I just want them to announce that they're doing like all of these these popular devices like the steam deck and the rog ally are terrible to use on windows because windows isn't built to be like a like an os for just straight up gaming you know yeah so 
I I want them to lean into like okay, we're updating Windows to just be a fucking Xbox platform and then it's just you can just yeah. boot into the gaming centric OS and just use a controller to navigate everything. And like that would be fucking awesome if they did that. That would be awesome. Yeah. But Windows is terrible to use. It's worse to use Yeah. Uh like if you want to install Windows on your Steam Deck, you can do that, but the experience is significantly worse. Uh but they can capitalize off of that and just make like Windows Xbox OS or something like that. Um, this is the kind of stuff I want them to announce because it would be it would be way more awesome than the Xbox console, I think. Yeah, uh, I agree. For them to spread out like this, but um, that's why I, I was hoping when when they're doing an announcement like this, you hope that it's just it's more than just. Hey, we're bringing Hi-Fi Rush to PS5. Thank you. See you later. You know, mm-hmm. it's got to be more than that because they're they're announcing this as if it's as if it is more than that. Though they're doing it in a podcast, which hopefully they it's just a more casual thing. They can kind of just sit back and and, and chat. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just hoping they have more planned. I'm hoping they have more planned. Is all is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, people are freaking out about this, especially the Xbox fans. Uh, I mean, both sides, PlayStation guys are like, yeah, we killed the Xbox. I was like, okay. Yeah, but, well, um, we'll see what happens with this announcement then. Um, we got some new trailers too. East Nordics got a trailer for Switch, PS4, PS5, and PC. That's dropping fall 2024. The East games are something different, man. Like, the East games are... The East games are what I want the Tales of games to be. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, kind of. Like, it leans more on the action side than the RPG side. I feel like the, the RPG stuff is holding back Tales of a little bit. Yeah, when I played Tales of Arise, I like I enjoyed it, but it was very... It just seemed like it was still stuck in the past a little bit. Yeah, and watching you play, it seemed the same thing. Like... You know, bat- battles take you to a separate screen. You have a victory screen after it's over, yeah. which is like, I get it. That's how it's built. But if you look at a game like East, where, no, the battles happen, like, on the map. I mean, not only and, that, but, <laughs> like, this game specifically, they're doing, like, pirate ship combat, it looks like. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, they're doing a lot of, it's almost like an Assassin's Creed JRPG. Yeah, it's crazy. The shit that's in here, and it still has like skill trees and abilities and RPG stuff. Like, there's some cool shit in here that I really like. And you know, I played uh, East Tail East. Uh, what is it? Lacrimosa, I think is what it was called. Lacrimosa yeah. Dana, which was fun as hell. Like, I was playing through that. I was like, this is so much fun. It's really frantic and like reactive. I really liked where I was playing, and. Yeah, I was into it. I was super into it. Um, so I'm, I'm getting excited for what this looks like. Um, Ultros is another one that looks really cool. We talked about this game a little bit. It's like... Oh, yeah, so I played this in trip. the... I played this in a demo derby. And, um, dude, it's... This game is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it looks like... 
Oh god, it looks like uh, the art style from Severed, that one drink box game. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Severed mixed with Hollow Knight on acid. Yeah, I wanted to wait. Cool I wanted to wait to play more of this when I had some yeah. uh, some more uh, drugs, <clears throat> and I could do the drugs and then play this game because that's. <laughs> but it's doing it's doing interesting stuff. I don't know if you ever played Odin Sphere or any of those Vanillaware games yeah. that yeah, have like Odin food Sphere, in them. I played uh, Dragon's Crown, yeah. Uh, like Odin Sphere specifically, I remember had the the level the experience system was you eat food and you get like experience. This game yeah. does that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it does the it does the Red Dead Redemption thing of the more if you the more if you kill an enemy, the better and faster you kill it, it uh, drops better quality food. Uh, oh, so like if that. you like, if you perfect dodge and parry it without taking any damage, it drops perfect quality food. But if you take a lot of damage while you're killing it and you don't like do like good combos, it'll drop worse quality food and you eat the food and your stats increase. And that's how you level up. Uh, and it's really cool. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It's on my list now. I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, we got some game releases. So coming out uh, today, February 15th, we got Gun Vault Records of Psychronicle. It's, it's a, a rhythm, rhythm game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like the Persona dancing all night. Yeah. We got that. We got Played Up. We got uh, Spirit Hunter Death Mark 2. And The World According to Girl. Wait, that sounds weird. Yeah, The World According to Girl. That's a interesting name but okay it's a deck building roguelike caring game okay <laughs> uh february 16th is a, what is a caring game i don't know <laughs> uh deck building roguelike caring game in a collapsed world a plan to raise a young girl into a savior begins in order to find the only salvation you become an administrator to raise a girl to become a savior and raise her by selecting human resources cards with various effects okay interesting not my cup of tea at all but it's interesting yeah. okay uh we got legends of heroes trails of cold steel 3 and 4 both releasing on ps5 february 16th marvel vs. donkey kong is dropping nintendo switch february 16th I forgot yeah. that was coming out i want to check this out That's yeah marvel cool. vs. donkey kong's fun like i played the uh the gba game that game's fun as hell and this is uh, the remake of that so i'm into it I know it had to like did it have like e-reader levels on the GBA. I think so. I never played it on original hardware. I played it on a 3DS when they had oh. an ambassador program. Yeah, that looks cool. Uh Recolite is dropping on Steam February 16th. It's an adventure game. Pixel graphic adventure game. Skull and Bones is finally coming out for PC, PS5, Crazy. and Xbox Series X over 16th. I know. I remember this got announced, and now it's happening. So um, I did. I did play the. I played one of the early shits of this game, yeah, and, and was not. It turned me off. You know, sometimes like a demo comes out, and you're like, "Hey, play our demo," and like the demo turns you off of the game. Yeah, that, like uh, like how um. 
uh fuck what was that like sega game that came out and ruined <laughs> the the knights game fuck i forgot what it's called but... oh yeah balan wonderworld balan wonderworld yeah that game came out and the demo came out and people were like dude this is fucking terrible yeah i remember people were excited for it cause like oh here's like an old school like sega platformer yeah yeah and then yeah. like people were excited for it and then they played it and they're like oh this is dog shit <laughs> yeah that's skull and bones uh that's it is bummer. not at all what they present it to be uh and it's a bummer because you want a like a pirate game you realize oh this is not <laughs> this is a fucking like an mmo but not really that's a bummer, <laughs> that's a bummer. I'll, I'll look into it when it comes out see what the reviews say but i'm probably not gonna like it <laughs> yeah uh february 20th we got the lost legends of redwall the scout anthology releasing on everything we also got irem collection volume 2 also releasing on everything so if you want to play some uh irem games gun force gun force tool gun, gun force 2 air duel I don't know I don't any know. of these games. I don't know, I don't know any, any of these games. Look like side-scrolling shooters. I look like uh, Metal Slug. Yeah, more like Contra. Okay, that looks interesting. Uh, Wednesday, February 21st, we got Bandit Tale, a League of Legends story releasing. Bandit Tale, my bad. A lot of these like League of Legends games coming out. I like how different they all are. Yeah, they're all very different games. I'm into that. I'm still waiting for Arcane Season 2 to come out. Like, that's... <sighs> Arcane's so good. Did you watch Arcane yet? I know you said you bought it. Did you Did you watch it yet? I saw the first episode. I have it. On like that's Blu-ray so good. Or it's yeah. so good, dude. It's so good, dude. It's incredible. Like, I didn't care for League of Legends or any of the lore until I, I watched that show. And I realized, like, oh, I don't hate League of Legends. I just hate getting called the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone does. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> but am I wrong? <laughs> like, uh, granted, like, you know, the the studio, what is it? Uh, Riot is doing a lot to like curb some of the toxicity, but it's still like. It's, uh, not, it's not so great. much that. It's just going into a game that's very well established already as a new player. That too, yeah. And just not really, cause there's two, the problem is there's a shitload of heroes. Like if you didn't get in on the ground floor, it's the same problem that Overwatch kind of has now, where, cause I've been playing Overwatch since launch, but I've not been playing it for a while. So all the updates that they've been making to the heroes that I know and all the new heroes that they've added, I feel like it's a completely different. Like, I feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. Uh, and that's like the problem yeah. that a new player would have is, is there's just so much choice and you really don't have the only way to kind of get it. Granted, you can do bot matches and kind of figure shit out that way. But I feel like you kind of just have to dedicate yourself to doing it and it's just yeah. you just bounce right off if if it doesn't hit immediately yeah oh yeah so if you if you're interested in the world just like watch arcane <laughs> that's, that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna play the uh the league of legends fighting game when that comes out oh yeah that looks cool uh we also got last epoch 
coming yeah. out. Fuck you yeah. said this is good, right? Like you like this game? You are never gonna see me again once this game yeah? launches officially. I've been playing. Yeah, it's just good. it's it's good, man. It's fucking good. It's the perfect There's middle like, ground between like if you think if you think Diablo has not been hitting, but Path of Exile is too much. The last epoch is just a, the perfect middle yeah. ground. Yeah, I might look into it. There's like three editions. There's the standard, the deluxe, the ultimate. Uh, All I think it just very comes different with, price. Uh, I'm not sure what it. I think it just comes with like there's like cosmetic shits. Yeah, it's like soundtracks with. and these epoch points. Is there like a fucking annoying currency system in this? No, no, no. It's just there's. It's not a full price game. It's like thirty bucks, so they have a they have a cosmetic shop. Okay. I think that's all it is, just pure okay. cosmetic. No, I'll wait till the reviews come out. I'll pick it up on Green Man if it's like cheaper or something. There's um, already reviews. People have been playing this for years. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's good. I'll check it out then. Um, Slave Zero X is also releasing on February twenty first for everything. This looks crazy. It's like a. Like a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Um, they mentioned in the description. They mentioned Devil May Cry, Strider, yeah. and Guilty Gear. Yeah, I'm into all of those things. I could oh, see I the influence there. This looks cool. I didn't as realize hell. this was 3D. It looks in the screenshots. It's like it looks. It has, it's 3D, but like made to look 2D. Like it's all modeled. But is it modeled? Yeah, yeah. I know the backgrounds are like models, but oh, the characters are modeled. Look at that. Yeah. No, those are sprites. No, those are models. It's hard to tell, but <laughs> I can't tell. Some enemies look like models, but I think the characters are sprites. I think. What the fuck? I Is this tell. a fighting game or a, or a beat em up? It looks like a beat em up. It does, but then it looks like a fighting game. Uh in the trailer it looks like sometimes like it it goes into like a one on one situations. Maybe that's like the boss fights. Master a brawler with the depth of a fighting game. I'm in. I am in. I'm fucking sold. This... I am sold on this. <laughs> Wait, I like fighting games, but like I don't have a lot of people to play fighting games with. So that's, that's why I like beat em ups that have like some of the. I want to beat em up that has that complexity. So I can like really get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this looks like it's doing that. I feel like a lot of the time they don't land it though. There's a lot of games that do do that. And they're like either really good beat em ups or either really good fighting. Get like uh, Grand Blue does that. And I feel like it just doesn't. For me, it doesn't hit with Grand Blue. The yeah. story mode, I mean. Uh, like it's a gr it's a great idea, but it just doesn't really satisfy on either front in the f in the story mode part. Yeah. So I hope this, this looks, looks like it might do it though. Yeah, yeah it looks like it out. might do it. It's coming out February twenty first. I'll check it out. It's coming out on everything. I might just pick it up on Steam. Yeah. Or Switch. It's gonna be on Switch too. Let me pick it up on Switch. Dope. And then uh, last but not least, Terminator Dark Fate Defiance. What the hell is this? It's an RTS? I didn't know this was happening. I'm out. <laughs> a Terminator RTS. I've never seen that before. Looks cool. That's I'm not an RTS fan, but it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's a neat idea. 
Yeah, you you realize how many people are uh, on PC? How many RTS fans there are when those uh when the next fest comes around and all the top yeah. games are fucking RTS? Game. I'm like, dude, there's like there's like RTS city builders and then like extraction shooters. Well, those first two RTS city builders, those are like the like premier PC genres. Like those are. Yeah, but. PC has the, like brought in so much that yeah, I, agree. I thought it would have like kind of gotten drowned out <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I but, agree. PC gaming is like whole other like level now. Like Oh, and then like there's um there's ex StarCraft devs who broke out off of Blizzard and are making a new StarCraft called Stormgate. Oh, I, I, heard I took about a look that, at yeah. that. I took a look at that during the it's literally StarCraft. Yeah, but like with hero, as I got hero shooter shit in it. There's heroes. I don't know if Starcraft. I wonder. I wonder how like RTS fans are gonna feel about that. People seem to enjoy it. I was like, this is Starcraft, and I'm bad at Starcraft. The only Starcraft I've ever played is Starcraft '64, which is you know pinnacle Starcraft. So, um, yeah, I played the Halo Wars on 360, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that like was like it. super consoleified. People yeah. seem to like Halo Wars. Maybe Halo Wars Two. People seem to like those games. Yeah, people liked them, but I I didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm also not like an RTS fan. Like, yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But this looks cool. I'm not gonna play it, but it looks cool. <laughs> I wish I liked RTS games. I really do. I feel like. There's a few that hit for me, but I just There's never. None that hit There's none that hit for me. <laughs> There's one called Divinity Dragon Commander, which is kind of like a, it's like a pseudo RTS. Like you you command a dragon literally, so it's an RTS until you bring the dragon in, and then you just have literal control over a fucking dragon. You can just fly around and just blow shit up as a dragon, which is awesome. So that. <laughs> And then it turns into like a dating sim. Oh so, wow, uh, that's okay. <laughs> so uh check that game. It's a divinity game, so it's by those divinity guys that you know brought you fucking I think uh the Baldur's Gate guys made that. So it's like it's one it out, of those then. games. <laughs> Larian, yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for coming in and listening. Not a lot happened. We'll, we'll talk more about the Xbox presentation next week. Yeah. Or maybe later tonight if you're going to be on Helldivers tonight. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So go to, go to Gamerverse.com and Gamerverse.com slash Twitch and Gamerverse.com slash YouTube and Gamerverse.com slash Discord and hop in there and chat with us. Play Helldivers with us. Yes, please uh, play Helldivers with us. I'm having so much fun with it. And if you're not playing uh, Helldivers, tell us what you are playing. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to know if you're uh, if you're into if you're one of those guys or into those games like uh, fucking Rune Factory and uh, <laughs> Neptunia. We would love to hear from you because uh, we're just that's a blind spot for us. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge blind spot. It's a very popular game that we always talk about at least a little bit on every other episode we have nothing to talk about it like yeah, we have yeah. no experience with it yeah so all right um, peace yeah, out everyone yeah peace out be safe be next to each other and uh we'll see you all next time bye